Wait a minute. So he's a Mr. And a mom? Let's hope he doesn't start any story time at the local library or some shitheads will have a real problem with it. Jamie? Yeah? Let's go watch Mr. Mom. And welcome to another episode of Good Times, Great Movies. We come here every two weeks to discuss a great, or not so great, mediocre, what have you, movie from the 1980s. We also have a great time while we do it. I am one of your hosts. I am Jamie Lorello. On the other side of things is a DP McCambridge fighting off a vacuum as we speak. An attack vacuum oh. or maybe wrestling some, some rogue... Water hoses, faucet no, hoses, water hoses. Water hoses. Water hoses yeah, you get you got your you got your cold and your hot yeah. water hoses that attack you like that thing. What was that toy when we were a kid that that you'd put it in the backyard like and it sprinkler? was like a sprinkler? Yeah, but the things would just crazy like arms? fly around. Super fun. Yes. Yeah. I and also I have a question. So did he did he create a remote control for the vacuum at the end of this movie? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just, I didn't know if it was a remote control or it took voice commands suddenly. <laughs> no, I think it was. When he tells it to clean a particular room and it does. It's like the, well, he was seeing into the future. Don't they have those little Roombas or whatever they call, right? Isn't that what they call they, them? Where they vacuum? They do, I can't. We have one. I keep it in the basement. I can't talk to it. I can't tell it what to I'm do. Sure there's, it would be great if I could. Um, I bet at some point you can or plug it, load it in with your phone somehow and let the phone tell it when oh. to clean like oh i saw on the right. thing my i mean you can you could do all that if michael Keaton or michael keaton why was i gonna call him michael keaton what is his <laughs> name because that is his then. name what's his name in the movie though jack jack uh, jack yeah. Yeah. yeah jack is a jack is a very cookie cutter kind of like protagonist name in movies i don't think i've ever met anyone in my life named jack i know it's normally like a nickname for John. Mm -hmm. I've never met anyone and they introduce themselves as Jack. But Jack is in a ton of movies. Jack's a good name. Am I wrong about this? No, do you know I, I know two Jacks. Oh, you yeah. do? All yeah, right. I know some Jacks. They... One's a okay. little kid. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and he's a Jack's son. But he, he's a Jack. Okay. And one's a Joaquin, but he calls himself Jack. So neither are Jonathan's or actually Jack. Not technically speaking. It's a, it's a shortened version of, a, of names yeah. that are not John. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's very interesting. Okay. What's Terry Garr's name? Because mm. I, I have to tell you, I only refer to these people. And, okay. And Jillian is Ann Jillian. Terry Garr is Terry Garr and Michael Keaton's Michael Keaton. Jeffrey oh, I Tambor have, is Jeffrey Tambor. She's, Ann like, Jillian uh, is, is uh, Joyce in mine because she says, because they, Joyce. or Joan, sorry, Joan, Joan. That's her name is Joan. Um, I don't okay. think I wrote down Terry's name because I called her Terry the whole time, too. Yeah. It doesn't. She's Terry Garr. And she's so great. She is, she's so good in this. this Their chemistry. This, this movie is this movie is wall-to-wall -wall 
stars. I, yeah. I was I was shocked at every turn. This is a movie where I think I said it at the end of our last episode. I had seen this when I was a little kid, mm-hmm. maybe once or mm-hmm. twice. I didn't get it. Like this is a, and I want to normalize this. I don't think Hollywood will ever normalize this again. I want adult comedies that are rated PG. Mm. Can we do that? Can we try Mm -hmm. that? Mm -hmm. Because now every adult comedy like talks about ball lickers and yeah, they're a little fuckers and stuff. I'm like, yeah, yeah, like there's something that's so wholesome about Mm -hmm. this, and I really, really enjoyed it. But as a kid, I was like, well, this isn't funny because I don't. I don't want to watch a guy get fired and stuff like that. But as an adult, I can appreciate this on a whole, whole new, new level. level. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it as it's, a kid. I, I liked, I liked, I, okay. but I always liked Michael Keaton. I like his energy sure. oh, and his course. performance and he's super funny. And um, in this, his like comic timing is really spot on. And the little kids in this are really funny. The little kids are yeah, really Yeah, they do good. a great I was, job. I didn't remember, yeah. like, and I don't know, maybe I watched it, like, the t- made for TV, because I didn't remember the strip club scene. <laughs> oh, I did, I strangely enough. I was like, I was like, oh, because when they get in the car, and they're like, no, no, you're coming with us. For some reason, I was like, I think they take them to a strip club. I didn't club. remember and that. what yeah. a crazy thing to remember from my childhood. <laughs> the only thing I took away from Mr. this Mom. as a kid was like, male strip clubs seem pretty great. <laughs> they seem like a fun time. And the, and the movie Perfect with John Travolta backed it up. <laughs> <laughs> and, and also as a kid, like, I'm not going to appreciate oh, yeah. the comic stylings of Martin Mull. Yeah. But now I'm like, oh, he's... Everyone is really great in this movie. They're doing such an amazing job. It really is. And it does, it it tells it, it doesn't get too into the story either way or the other. I mean, we don't have to spoil anything. We clearly enjoyed this movie. Yes. I I waited till the end of our overboard episode to say I wasn't a big fan. Mm -hmm. This was, this was great. It was just, it was so comforting. Like it just felt good. Yeah. You wanted to and be I, one I of their kids, didn't you? At the end, I, <laughs> like that's a family yeah, I could I, grow I certainly, up in. I certainly didn't want to work with any of these people. I mean, I'd be happy to work with Terry yeah, Carr yeah. or with Michael Keaton, but I don't want to work in those places. Uh, with an ad agency, or does she work for the Tuna Fish? Company? I think she ended up working for the Tuna Fish Company in the end. I think they liked her so much, know, right? So, but, but, hold on a second. Hold on. She took a job. With the tuna fish company, are they doing their own advertising? Like I thought it was more of a Mad Men thing where she was like at an ad agency. Yeah, I think that's what it but was. But it seemed okay. yeah, and then the tuna fish company it's weird was that their we big client. We never saw anything else. Like no other. Well, the tuna was their big client. They had to okay. sink that right. ship first. <laughs> Or okay. sink it? Would it be sinking? The, yep, catch that's what it. You They'd have, have to do. catch it. You have to, you have to destroy a company <laughs> first before another one will do business with you. <laughs> that's why she's like, I say we give it away for free. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, and I certainly don't want to... I wonder how much Michael Keaton knows about cars. I was just thinking that too. I was like, he was he's always some kind of car factory worker. I enjoy that. This time more of the engineer. Um but uh, yeah, he wore a tie this time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh no, last time he did too, because he was he was kind of in oh, charge. Yeah, he was kind of in charge. Yeah. I could not. That's the thing about doing this. And over two hundred episodes, 
plus oh, I don't remember the details 20, of that 30 one. for Patreon. Yeah. I could not tell you a single thing about that movie. Uh, before we start, um, just a bit of news. Our patrons already know this. Folks, our Patreon is coming to a close. It's got to end sometime, everybody. <laughs> we thought it would end with our deaths, but instead <laughs> we decided to end it a little early. Um yeah, it's it's you know what, and we got into it with the patrons. They know the deal. They know what's what's going on or what's not going on. Uh, the regular show is not going to change. It's not going to be impacted at all. Um, I am going to leave the Patreon up until the end of this month, so you can get in. And I don't want to say that this is what people should do because this sounds like a, a crazy workaround. But uh, right now, I think you have about two weeks to get in, join our Patreon. Oh take absorb all of that content before it goes away and i was even wondering and this is something you know you and i can talk about or i could just think about it i was wondering what to do with that content like i don't know just to release it on occasion just to be like well, that oh, might be kind of a fun thing episode yeah or or maybe maybe it just lives for those people that decide to well you'll always have it support right support us It'll... like i don't oh yeah yeah i have i have all the files oh yeah, and and yeah. and i love this i love having a backup like in case we have really been good i think yep. there's been one episode that was missed on my behalf and you recorded but we have never had to not record yeah. so maybe like if if we wanted to like i don't know if where we, there was a yeah, week we, time we that we couldn't, take, right? Yes. We, we couldn't not, get not a recording. Take, not had to take a break, but no. yeah, if something comes up, we have some backups there. Or I don't know, maybe it's like a maybe it's like a ten year celebration. Oh, I like that. And on year ten of this show, you're getting an episode every week. It's just it's a, it's a special episode, then yeah. a Patreon, then a regular. Well, how many are a, in there? Sorry, I'm fixing a. You're plug really here. you're really fussing. I'm fixing a, lot a plug here. It's not charging, it's and so amazing. I'm trying to charge it. But I am. Uh, we have twenty. We have twenty. Hold on, this is what I use my phone for. Uh, simply to log episodes of our podcast. <laughs> Patreon. Holy shit, we have thirty five of these. Well, that's that's a that's that's more than a year. That's <laughs> so, wonderful. Yeah, no? yeah. So we got them. Okay, All right there we go. They're they're logging in. Okay, Mister Mom, nineteen eighty three. Yep. So okay, I I just the the credits start and it's like sexy music for the opening. It is. Yeah, it's, it's like, but it's like wholesome sax music yeah it's like but it's like oh a day you know oh a new day in this household also their house looks very like smoky or foggy did you notice that? inside like the, the house the, yeah, yes like yeah. the light coming in is coming through mist and yeah. smoke yeah. and stuff but i feel like that was a thing in the 80s is that everything felt like like the camera felt softer or something. I think because like the scene when they when she first gets to work and the the conference room is filled with cigarette smoke. I think more than likely the production team filming was probably smoking oh. cigarettes as well because it was the eighties and while they were filming they were like whatever and that made this when they you you say camera effects I say a crew wow. that just can't quit. You are Jamie. 
I have a feeling you're probably mm-hmm. right. <laughs> you're like, that's why because, all those movies look like that. Yeah, yeah, because we were smoking on airplanes and movie sets and wherever we could get one of those. So yeah. And the other the other thing I have to say about this movie, which I really love, and I always think about a movie like Home Alone when I when I see things like this. Like this is a real house. This is not a set. No, like you yeah. Can, you can really tell where all the rooms are yeah. in, in the composition of the different floors of this house. It's very nice. Um, and it also looks real. We've talked about this in movies mm-hmm. before where these two, our leads in this movie, have pretty great chemistry. Oh, and yeah. it's not like overly sexualized chemistry. It's just like, oh, these two just seem like a married couple. Yeah. Yeah, that like each other. Yeah, no, and the whole like we said before, this whole family. I love all of them. The son with the red hair, the blonde-haired kid, the baby girl. All of them just they 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 look like you said real. Um, Yeah, uh, like you said, Terry Gar is getting the morning ready, and because she's the the mom of the house, so she's waking up the kids. She, I think this is amazing. I don't know if Carla does this for you. She gets his shower ready. She turns on the shower for him. That is wild. When she says your shower is ready, yeah, I thought the same thing. I could not believe that. And which to which he's so sleepy, he walks in the shower with his PJ pants on. Which my husband said he's done before. What? Because yeah. even I was like, well, nobody's ever done he that. He said he has. I saw He's it. like, oh, I've been there. I'm like, you have? Wow, Sleepy you mornings. have to be really, really tired or extremely sleepy. hungover, I'm assuming. I'm going to say yeah, both, a combination. Yeah, um, one of the two. You're right with these kids. Last time I will compare this to Overboard. You can keep those turtle yeah, kids. Yeah, Get yeah. those kids out of here. <laughs> totally. I will take these adorable completely agreeable children to pretty much everything they're watching soaps with him yeah great little sense Mm -hmm. of humor when the one has to give up his whoopee and he's like can i have a minute to myself and he takes it he looks up at the ceiling and lays on his bed yes what i appreciate about that is i expected there to be a joke where he goes over to his bed and he's like i have a backup but no it's just a kid who just needs a minute to process their kids their parents have taught them well but yeah yeah this family just seems Seems it's really great. swell. Yeah, really swell. And they, they again, we Michael Keaton is just his 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 comic timing and and his interaction with the kids even and the little girl and the little lines he says like even to the baby like don't you change, don't you keep that dirty face till I get home. Like him and Terry Gar have a nice little, you know, married smooch not pay, you know. And off he goes to um carpool With his work buds. With his boss, actually, is one of his work buds. Yeah. And this is awkward when we find out what happens next. Like, how did what's-his-name seriously drive them? And he's later, in in a couple of scenes later, a few minutes later, this whole team in the car gets fired by the driver. Yeah, I was like, you have to drive these guys home. Yeah, how are they getting home? Did you think about that? Yeah, why are you dragging them in? You're going to Yeah, that day you're like, oh, you know what? Something came up. I can't carpool with you guys. Take your own cars. You guys figure it out. You don't want that car ride home. No, you're a silly guy. That is uncomfortable. But before we even get into this, Jamie, this daily routine is happening and these credits are coming up and at every turn I was like, Martin Mull's in this? didn't remember i when i saw christopher lloyd's name come oh, out, I was yeah. like, who is he in this yeah i see executive producer aaron spelling oh i didn't 90210's see that. aaron spelling written by john hughes i was 
floored at every dumb name that came up during the opening credits. I couldn't believe it because, like I said, I hadn't seen this since I was a kid. Mm -hmm. Didn't remember anything other than Terry Gar and Michael Keaton. Mm -hmm. And I was just so surprised that there are just 1983 heavy hitters all over the place in this movie. Yeah. Great. And especially for Christopher Lloyd to have really a nothing part. Mm -hmm. But to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do this. This is great. Yeah, well, I love Aaron Spelling, I guess. No, I think it was the little team that they built. I feel like yeah. that little group, there was another movie that we have to cover at some point. I feel like Christopher Lloyd's in it and Michael Keaton, where they escape from a insane asylum. Uh, yeah, you've been telling me about that. Yeah. You've been teasing about it. Yeah, I, yeah teasing that one for a while now. Dream Team? Yeah, I that's it. That's it, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. but I feel like that, anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe they walked right over from the set of Dream Team. Maybe, and they just were like, this. now, Mr. Mom, here we go. Um, I know. But yeah, it is. And it's great. It's, it's. I mean, I, I feel like we could probably talk about Michael Keaton forever, and we won't. We we talked about him quite a bit, I'm sure, on Gung Ho. Can't remember that episode that, uh-uh. at all. Um, but like, I love the fact that he's still around. He's still acting. Yeah. He still pops up in stuff because he was such a staple of my childhood mm-hmm. like probably the apex was batman yeah and then after that i kind of really didn't either pay attention to him or i didn't see him again well, until like that, jackie like, brown oh and, yeah yeah uh-huh yeah, yeah and, and i was like oh around. great quentin tarantino's giving this guy work right but before that he was just he could carry a movie mm-hmm. he and terry gar could carry a movie and i i, I know sometimes i I give movies today a lot of crap. These look like regular people. They yeah. look like normal people. These aren't like two models on screen right, right. No, playing a married couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's really refreshing. Nice. It's very refreshing. Yeah, yes. I agree. Yes. I agree. Um, yeah, even even to go from now, I'll stop. Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell to these two, like that is a I don't want to say a step down, but a step closer to reality. Reality, yeah, yeah, because yes. they're what beauty. Those two are. They're, yeah. they're really the goldie, golden couple. Um, oh, yeah, exactly. The yeah. golden couple of Hollywood, I'm yeah. pretty sure is what they call them. <laughs> and by they, I mean the rest of Hollywood. They would never call themselves that. No, they're no, not no. that conceited. No. <laughs> <laughs> so he works at, we, we see that he is a suit at an auto factory. Mm-hmm. He's not one of the floor guys. No, but he does try to bond with the floor guys, which is a fun little conversation <laughs> where they throw Rocky is thrown around a lot in this. Cause later on, do you see in the kid's room, there's a Rocky three poster hanging up. I loved it. Yeah. And during the montage, it's the Rocky. It's the music Rocky music. The yeah. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. They're, they seem to be upset by pay or you know, something along those lines, hours overtime. I don't know what their gripe is. It's something. Mm-hmm. And he, tries to bond with them by saying well my wife and i went out and we saw uh it reminds me of the rocky movie we saw and they want to know which one yeah. he's like i don't know <laughs> but they asked him good questions was his manager alive or dead did he yep, fight mr, mr. T? T? yeah <laughs> and and i love it when he walks away and they go he didn't see he didn't see rocky, <laughs> he didn't see rocky. He doesn't know. I love it. But he has to leave because he's called to the office. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To his friend, his driver, the carpool driver, um, where everybody in that carpool, as we said, is fired. He feels very badly yeah. about it. But he's, And each of them take a turn at trying to either kill him, choke him, <laughs> or kill themselves. I think it's Christopher yeah. Lloyd that's like, I'm just going to jump out the window. Oh, 
I'm like, Christopher Lloyd, you're one floor up, maybe. I mean, you would really hurt yourself, but I don't think you're going to die. Well, and it's hard times. I like later when he goes to the unemployment office and there's two other guys in the unemployment office talking about how it's just hard to find a job in that town. I mean, they're in Detroit. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think we, you know, this is really where Detroit's getting hit pretty hard Mm -hmm. in real life. This movie has a very strange... And I'm not sure that it connects a very strange, like, even just watching the finished tuna commercial at the end. Like, oh, that's yeah. how we end our movie with this guy being like, America, I get it. Like a strange political. Yes. Yeah. It's, like a, it's like a political ad for a tuna company and freeze frame. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, all right, this is weird. I understand that, you know, our country may not have been doing too well. I mean, I'm glad they don't lean too heavily into that, but that's that's how this all kicks off. But that's why it makes it so likable. It's so relatable, even and especially then when when parents are watching it going, yeah, I know those hard times. Yeah, I worry that I might lose my job. And he does lose his job, and he comes home. I love this. It's so cute. He comes home after a long day with the guys, and it's just a sweet little marriage. Terry Gar is all dressed up. She's made dinner. The kids are waiting at the door. She's hinting at the kids. Don't mention that he got fired. Just stand here and smile. And he comes to the door. I would like to see the, I would like to hear the conversation of Jeffrey Tambor calling me and like, listen, your husband's probably going to be pretty pissed today. Yeah. I had to let him go. Yeah. Because who called her? How I'm assuming she... maybe he did, like at some point, and said that's why he was coming home later because he's home a bit later because oh. he went out with the guys. So, okay, got it. But and then right. they're gonna eat the Colonel for dinner. I guess that's some KFC, which he's like, oh, can we afford? That's how that? you say KFC yeah. without saying KFC. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they're gonna have their chicken and have a nice night. The kids do slip. One of the kids is like, we're dressed up because you got fired. And yep. again, Michael Keane's got such a cute personality about it all. Like he's he's upset, but he's also taking it. I don't know. He's charming and delightful yes. and he doesn't want to dump this on his no, family no. like he's he's feeling bad and everything like that but you know why burden your wife and children with this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she's got yeah. chicken ready and they all have to go eat then there we, there's a bet that happens where he's throwing money at her this gets a little but she handles it great. It's an insane bet because I'm like, I think Terry Carr already has a job lined yeah, up. She like, does. Well, she don't, says to him, don't, "Don't take this bet, man." What if I? What if I got a job? What if we don't right. make it a competition, but we're both employable? I have a degree, yeah. and what if I went out for a job? So he t- does this little like, "I'll bet you a hundred dollars." He involves the kids in it, and she's great. She's like, "I'm not. I can't believe you're involving the kids in this. I don't bet. Yeah. It's not what I do. I'm not taking the bet." And so. And we get right into it. There's a couple scenes later, I mean, right? It's not even a couple scenes later. It's really a cut to her getting yeah. up and putting on her green power suit for her first day of She's work. She's ready for work. Where he's like, take the money, take the money. She's like, no, it, was, it wasn't a real bet. <laughs> like, this she was, does take it, though, in case somebody, she wants yeah, lunch. Oh, no, she takes it. She needs yeah. lunch. Yeah, of course. And she's a... Um, a, she's a Power mom, she's listing the things. Like, do you want me to go over the list again? And mm-hmm. he's ready. And the kids are eating breakfast at their cute little kitchen table. And he's yeah. going to handle it. And as soon as she walks out the door, we hear thunder. And it starts pouring rain. And I love this. I have never personally felt the uh, the kid drop off 
thing at school where you have to drop oh. off the kids. And, but it is a thing. It's always been a thing. Apparently, 1983, it was still a thing. It is a thing to the point where did I sympathize with Michael Keaton? No, because I'm the other parent who's like, you idiot. What you are gotta you doing? Follow the- yes, there was a woman who used to drop her kid off every time she would Park her car. You're not supposed to do that if you're no, in the line. You don't park. Get out. Driving. Get the kid out. Walk the kid <gasps> up to the front door. No. You are not supposed to do that. No, it would make me so mad each and every that's time. That's not permittable. So the woman who tells him the the rules about you know coming from the about the carpool north yeah. yeah coming from the north exit from the south whatever. She looks so, she's so nice to him. And then when he drives away, she's so angry. And just the one woman sticking her head out the window being like, you piece of shit, you got to go the other way. <laughs> I thought that was absolutely amazing. It was great. Because he doesn't. Well, like you said, it's the vibe of the of the carpool lane or of the car drop off lane. 100%. Now, yeah. again, listen, since I did it so long, I will cut newbies slack i didn't i didn't have a problem if i see some old man driving a kid i'm like okay he's not listen this is a this is a he doesn't do this every day this is a grandparent fill-in situation i'm totally fine with it so i i would have been okay with this and a little peek uh behind the curtain people don't know this i was mr mom for five years yeah yeah. yes i was this was you a lot of this a lot of this felt very real Relatable. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I i really i really felt it and also i feel like at the time it really would have been something very crazy like i could only imagine the dads in the audience watching this being like could you even imagine could you imagine <laughs> if you had to go to work and i and now it's it's so normalized um yeah. so many more people do this and even at the end i thought it was funny how she was even they're both working at the end she was even negotiating like well what about three days in the office two days at home i'm like wow okay all of this happened 40 years after the fact but still yeah so i thought that was really nice i I thought it was pretty great so very cool yeah her work we mentioned she gets to work so his day is a little bit chaos dropping the kids off at school her day she's uh, a newbie she's she's kind of innocent naive she walks into the office there's a sassy i guess this is the assistant the british this, lady uh, who's sassy short-haired brit yeah who gives her a bunch of shit and is like no his name is mr martin mall you will not call him don and she's like but over lunch and so i was even like what how did she get this somehow job? she knows this guy we don't get too into how she does but we could tell that when she was putting feelers out for a job okay she got this one in particular because of her relationship she knew this guy um i don't know what from maybe college days they don't get into it michael keaton doesn't know him jack her husband doesn't seem to know him when they meet and he can't even remember his so it's not like oh when you know right right when when me and you and martin mall used to hang out in college (laughs) at the old frat parties and i appreciated that i appreciated that this was just somehow she had this connection which hooked her up with the job and um he's got other sleazy ideas but we don't get quite there yet but she she goes to work and his sleazy um, ideas are very strange because while from the jump i'm a little suspect of martin mall he looks like a creep like like this movie's really like oh jeffrey tambor's a creep martin mall's a creep no shit like i get it um but yeah. also he doesn't lean fully into the odd aggressive behavior until the 
almost the end. Or yeah, what, in the hotel. In the hotel when he's like, no, no, no. I don't like you. The client does. We should get married because of the tuna thing. <laughs> Where I was like, what a weird way to, if you're just being a creep, there's other ways to do this. But he really ties it into work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so she's there. And I'm not really what she, I'm not sure what she's hired for. But she is in on I think she's just meetings. hired in on the advertising team. It's just like and you're so a member gets- of the team now. Yeah. When she gets into the meeting, we talked about this before, this room is so filled with cigarette smoke and ashtrays and angry advertisers, I guess, or (laughs) whatever they are. Like you said, kind of mad many. Um, And they're doing this tuna ad and they ask her her opinion and she's a little reserved at first and then she really gets to the meat and bones of... Of, I mean, this like is, this is her of... first day. Could you mm-hmm. even imagine Very overwhelming. any job I've ever gone to? Nobody asks me a question the first day, let alone no. get up and be like, and what do you think about this? Yeah. When they ask her a question and ask her to have an opinion, she's like, I don't know, guys, this is my first day. And she does, this was cute. She does this later too. She like later she's cutting the steak for him. She tries to kind of <laughs> clean up the boardroom table because she's just used to cleaning up after her kids. Yeah. And he's like, we have people that do that. But yeah, her day, her first day of work seems to be a bit intense. Definitely not what she's used to. Very at home. intense, but but very. I mean, you you know what's going to happen because she gets up and is like, "Well, when I go and I shop for tuna," to which right. all these ding dongs like, "Could you imagine? Look at this woman. She's just talking about this from a housewife's point of view. This is a business mm-hmm. lady." Cut to, you know, she had a bad day, but now she doesn't have to go to the grocery store anymore because oh, that's yeah. his responsibility now. Yeah. How about all the 7-Up? Seven 7-Up Seven product placement? There's a tower of 7-Up that's a million miles <laughs> high. He's, the grocery store can be intimidating oh. with little kids. And just in general, when you have to grocery just, shop, if you've never done it before, to know the aisles. And I love to go to a grocery store that I know the layout yo, and I know yes. where the things are. Um, yeah. And he's obviously been thrown into this. It's pretty funny. Spills. Yep. Dumping um, stuff all over the place. He spills cans of beans. Uh-huh. He spills grapefruits. There's constantly this guy yelling for cleanup in whatever aisle. And by the end, it isn't his fault. And he shouts back like, this was not us. Cleanup in aisle seven was not us to be clear. The best is when the grapefruits fall, how he yells at his kid. <laughs> like it was his kid's <laughs> fault. Like I told you not to touch that. And then just wheels the cart away, which I thought was pretty great. Uh-huh. You know? You got to throw that responsibility onto a kid who can't defend yeah, himself. Who I else? Think that's yeah, smart. you can't just say it was me trying to balance up the grapefruit. How thrilled would you be if you walked up to the register and Mrs. Poole was the woman at the cash register? Oh, wouldn't that be so great? happy? I was going to say how he's got to wait in line for his cold cuts and he's he doesn't know what type of meat to order. At the deli These ladies section. are so pissed, too. They are so angry. Well, it is angry. a thing because you wait forever and you just got to say what cheese you want, what meat you want. And he's clueless. I do like the the deli lady, too, who's just like listing things off, kind of like Forrest Gump style, like, well, or Bubba Gump, whatever. She's like, well, you got Swiss cheese, you got American cheese, you got cheddar cheese, you got mozzarella cheese. She's just all the different types of ham. Um, yeah. And also, you know what? I love grocery stores, Jamie. <laughs> Maybe they didn't do it this time. They have the pre cut stuff 
just That's sitting out the other for. thing. You don't I don't want to talk to those people because I don't know. Every every time they're like, almost like this woman, I'm like, I don't know. What's the store? Just give me the store brand. Just give me the store brand. Yeah. I don't I, I don't want to answer these questions. Yeah, I don't know. Don't I don't like I don't like grocery stores. Things aren't where they should be. I don't know why mm-hmm. there's a a separate ethnic aisle where I'm like, well, wait, shouldn't the shouldn't you the, still want to access like, beans? The, not taco, like, shouldn't the taco sauce be with like the salad dressings and the mayonnaise and stuff like? Oh, in my, I mean, yeah, in my mind, that's where it should be. It's a it's a condiment. Put all that stuff mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. You can put the right. you can put the taco shells near the pasta. Nobody's gonna flip out. Well, it's it's. All right, you, just, you organize yourself just, a grocery. If I were setting up a grocery store, I, I'm sorry, I'd do it a little bit differently. All right, all right, fair enough. I'd love to have more fair examples, enough. but that might be the only thing I'd change, honestly. Okay. <laughs> That's where the taco shells yes, are in relation to right. pasta. Fair enough. We, we've got a good glimpse into your home diet. Yeah, that's Tacos right. and spaghetti. <laughs> um, he, he also... Um, uh, besides ordering the meats, he has a hard time picking up his his Kotex, his lady products for his lady. Oh, this is a fun boy. little, just little silly. Um, yep. But he gets them, and that's what Mrs. Pool Price checks him on mm-hmm. when he's like, oh, you don't have to price check that. It's fine. I'll pay whatever. And she's like, no, 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 I will. In the meantime now, he's realized his he forgot. His child children. is gone? One of them. One of them is gone. And the other one didn't sound the alarm at any point that, oh, my brother's missing, or the baby's. Wait, is it the baby? This, no, it's first the kid. It's the little boy that's gone. First, it's the little boy that's gone, and then he goes back with the little boy, and now the baby is gone. Yeah, this guy yeah. doesn't know what's. Mm-hmm. This isn't. This Mm-mm. isn't something that. Uh, parent these aren't mistakes the parents should be making well his head's not in the game he's not sure what to do he's all overwhelmed at the grocery store he thought he lost the one kid so he goes booking it finds another random kid Love it. who he drops off to a la- random no, lady no, that he when had he's... a random kid in his cart who he pulled out oh, of his cart it was. gives it that's to a woman who does not have a child yeah. that's fun i loved it yeah. i just like mm-hmm. i don't know there's just this movie's just a bunch of fun things happening, but this is where something really interesting happens because he meets Angelina. Oh, in the store. Yes. Yeah. And she is all over it. She is on him immediately, which is very strange because later on we realize that she and Terry Carr are friends, but she yeah. doesn't seem to know. Even a woman, one of the other neighborhood moms in the parking lot has to say, you know he's married, right? Where I'm like, mm-hmm. well, of course she knows he's married, I guess. Yeah, but you got to think. So I like I like the Jillian character because she's she's obviously a little bit of town, floozy, promiscuous. She's yeah, and she's 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 I she's don't know the Dixie she's Carter of this. Sure, I, I guess she's a mom because maybe she's not, but she's like the neighborhood, like you said, kind of a friend. All the ladies in the neighborhood must yeah. be friends, mm-hmm. right? My thinking is that. She's always kind of had a thing for Michael Keaton's character. I love, He's a I charming love these guy. backstories you're giving these characters. Don went to college with them. This yeah. woman always had a thing for him. No, no, no. Don didn't go to college with them because Michael Keaton didn't end up knowing Don. Oh, maybe he well, went maybe, to college listen, with her. Right, exactly. Yeah. Who? But yeah, I think that she has just been... I mean, he's he's a he's a cat. He's charming. He's he's handsome. Why? Why? Who wouldn't he, want to be married he's to a Michael catch. Keaton in this movie? I am only making the assumption that she, she's single, but maybe she really hates her husband. I'm not sure. Yeah. But boy, yeah. you, you know, you get 
You get a guy like that with kids that are pretty decent kids, you mm-hmm. gotta pounce. You gotta take advantage mm-hmm. of that opportunity. Well, according to if, jo- yeah. jo- Joan. Yep. If you see um, an opening, if you see Terry Gar getting in the car with Martin Mull, you know it's your time to strike. Yeah, then you come right in. You park the car right in that driveway. Exactly. Um, but this is when she, yeah, she <laughs> offers a little flirt, a little like, hey, you call me anytime you need anything. It's mm-hmm. a lot to adjust to. I'm here for you. She runs into, it's the um, crossing guard lady or the. Yes. The I don't know her name. Lady. I, I, I don't either. Yeah. And I don't even know but her she, as an actress. I apologize because but she's, she's been a in pretty things, substantial yeah. role in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. She gives her the heads up. Like, remember, he's married, like you said. Yeah. But. It is, so Angelian doesn't care. Angelian's like, mm-hmm. hey, I know what I got working for me. She, she does it's this say, short so were term, we once. and I love it. She says, so were we once when she says we were married. Oh, so maybe so they're both newly no. divorced. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. This um, is just a neighborhood of divorced moms? Wow. I guess so. Okay. Very mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Terry Gar was um, always afraid she might be on her way there. <laughs> No, they have a good thing. She's like, he's running around with Christopher Lloyd until all hours. I don't know what's going on. No, but he doesn't. Like, even know. now, she comes home from her long day of work and to the family, and he's bathing the kids. He's doing his best, right? There's little crayon markings all over the kids. When she says hello to him, she pulls one out of the bath, and he still has his slippers on. And I love Michael Keaton's reaction is, I didn't want him to get his feet wet. Yeah, because he really does. Like, he... I know it's only been one day. I guess it's been one day. He's done a lot in one day, but mm-hmm. um, he seems he's to be. He's on top of He's it. on board. He seems yeah. to be. You know, the house isn't in shambles yet. It's uh, it's it's yeah, going to get not there eventually. Her he can't do it. Right. Yeah, he's down. Because right now, I'm just assuming in his mind, this is a limited time only. You know, like he'll mm-hmm. he'll go in, he'll get the next job. Terry Gar will be happy to leave the you know Mad Men Seafood Company, whatever, and and come back to at home. So he's not thinking of this as any sort of long term thing. He can deal with it for a little while. Sure, sure. But he is immediately suspicious of Ron. When she refers to her boss as Ron, he's like, oh, who's who's this Ron character? And also, like, why why is Ron constantly picking her up? I don't like that. They have a car. Well, the first, does he pick her? Oh, yeah. The, the next day, there's like funny. a limo that shows up for Ron her. Ron picks her up in a limo. I like it. The kids are like, is someone dying? Is there a funeral? <laughs> yep. Because the limo pulls up outside. And uh, that's when, yeah, Ron's coming to pick her up. And I love Michael Keaton's reaction to kind of like, I don't know, kind of like be up. a man. He's, yeah. Which yeah. is, which is he, really fun. Like, I love how he busts in the door with the, with the chainsaw his, running. Yeah. Yeah. Just loud enough with his Kurt Russell overalls, yep. but not folded like Kurt would. Up no. And crooked. But like you could see he did it very quickly because he buttoned the wrong part of yeah. the top into the over. Yeah. I'm going to call it the overall part, which is the bottom part. Okay, okay. But yeah, he comes in with the chainsaw. He's trying to make small talk, trying to pretend like he's a, a tough guy. Um, what's the comment? I didn't understand it about the walls. or So first of all, I do like how he offers him a beer. And yeah. <laughs> Martin Paul goes, it's seven in the morning. And then he's like, all right, whiskey yes. then? Yeah, but he says, uh, he's like, I'm going to knock this wall out. I'm going to have to rewire the whole thing. And Ron says, oh, 220. That's a, that's a type of wiring. And he oh, goes, okay. 220, 221, whatever it takes. To which I love the side eye that Martin Mall gives him, which is such a, oh, this guy's 
100% threatened by me and just pretending to be a tough guy. Like it's mm-hmm. it's really fun that he's on to him immediately. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. pretty great. And I guess he picks her up now because they're on a private jet. Yeah, they've got to meet with a client, I guess. I I'm not guess. sure. I think this is all part of the wine and dine her bed. Exactly. I'll pick her up exactly. in the limo, then we'll go in the private jet. Because she is in suddenly in this inner sanctum because there's no one else on this jet except for that British woman and these yeah, two. Yeah, that weird assistant. Yeah. I did, just for a second before I knew it was a joke, the reveal of her cutting the steak, I was like, did he make her cut his steak? <laughs> just no, just no. for a second. Until he was like, uh, you can stop cutting my steak now. And I was like, oh, that's that's actually really funny. And she's not aware that, I mean, a little bit. She says something like, oh, oh it makes it like a, well, you realize that I'm here for work kind of thing. But she's really being very yeah. serious and focused about the job she came yes. to do. They're, both mm-hmm. of them in this movie, I, I have to appreciate the fact that they are not acting on these advances from other people but Mm -hmm. they're clearly aware of it like at the Mm -hmm. end when michael keaton is in the steamiest bathroom ever and he's (laughs) he's talking to himself in the mirror and he's like she is totally into you dude i was like oh that's kind of fun like because i thought the whole time i was like oh he's just aloof and it's just like oh she's she's my buddy she's here for me we're watching the same soap together stuff like that but no right. he knows what's going on in her head yeah yeah, yeah which is yeah. very cool so yeah now at home for some reason just repair people are showing up this is a day of the kids are home with him yeah um and there's been must have been a list of repair people scheduled to come in <laughs> it starts is. out the kids and he are carrying all their sheets it's time to wash the sheets uh-huh. Right on the bed. So he's bringing all the the kids do it, too. And they bring the laundry downstairs. And then you're right. One by one. um, The TV woman, TV repair woman shows up. She looked so familiar to me. I was like, I know this woman. She hasn't been in a lot, but she Mm -hmm. played a detective in Who's Harry Crumb. Ah, And I think that's exactly where I know her from. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, she's got a distinctive look. So Again, you've people, seen her once uh, in something else. Our Patreon will be open for like three more weeks. Who's Harry Crumb yeah. is on there. It's in there. So, it's a good yes. one. It's a gem. It's a great right. movie. Oh, also, are these are these kids making chili on their own? Did he just let them? I was a little worried about that. Chili? I was a little worried about that. They asked the dad if they could make lunch, and he's like, yeah, sure, go make lunch. And they are using the stovetop. Uh, yeah. That's a little... And it's just, it's not just like a little cans? tiny pod that you would make like Kraft macaroni and cheese. It's a pot of chili pod. Yeah. And, they, and I love that the like kids five decide. gallons of chili. I don't know what kids you said. You did the Mr. Mom thing for a while. I'm pretty sure you fed your kids peanut butter roll-up sandwiches yeah. half the time. Peanut butter and jelly roll-up sandwiches. I don't know any kid that when they want lunch, they go for chili. No. If there's one thing I know about kids, it's that they don't want beans. Like They don't just... But I love it because later when the baby is eating the beans that makes sense why what so it's anyway, a baby yeah, they'll eat can... anything they'll, they'll shove any crap in their mouth that doesn't matter but these kids are like you know what sounds good to me a five-year-old chili let's have it a five, yeah a three bean chili chop up some peppers um yeah the kids are left in the kitchen he is what is he doing while he's okay the so baby's in the walker the kids make a chili oh he's he the kids call the vacuum Jaws. Yes. And he's kind of 
wrestling with Jaws, the exterminator comes. Uh-huh. He vacuums up the curtain when the exterminator is there because he's vacuuming and the exterminator is talking to him through, for some reason through the window. So he accidentally sucks up in with this very powerful Jaws, the curtain. The water heater guy comes and the water heater guy gets led down the stairs by the little boy. Yeah. And there's a big banging noise and it's very cute because the the water heater guy and the little boy kind of hold each other down <laughs> the stairs as they're getting attacked by the washer dryer also michael keaton i mean for the most part they make him act like a normal rational reasonable adult but when he is just combining detergents together and mixing it up with a screwdriver i'm like well, even I know not to do that. People haven't done he laundry knows not to do that. Like a detergent cocktail yeah. he mixes and up and puts it in. Because he also shoves everything I get, I'm not going to say in trouble. I get in trouble for this a lot, which is overfilling stuff. Because mm. I don't want to do eight loads of laundry. If I can cut that down to three, I'm going to try and do it. You're going to fill it up. Yeah. I've never had the washer attack me, though, or rip itself out of the wall. That has yet to well, happen. that's what this one does. That's what this one does. And Michael Keaton has to go down there and sort of battle. Yes. He, and he does the, the two pipes that have been disconnected. Yeah. And now it's a hot mess. He goes upstairs. The fire alarm's going off because the chili is burning. Um and it's it's the vacuum's just, just going off on its own. The vacuum's own. chasing that little kid uh-huh. around, which is kind oh, of yeah. the most fun. I don't want to say the most fun part of these little kids. That baby doesn't get much to do. You can't. You can't have babies show up on set and sit there all day. But when the baby's in like that walkie thing and like the mm-hmm. vacuum, and it's the baby's got beans all over her face, <laughs> and even the repair lady's like, "You fed your baby beans, man. That's yeah. not cool." Yeah. Mm-mm, mm-mm, it's pretty it's great. Not. I also yeah. love then that evening. I don't know. She's jet setting and having, you know, she's in meetings and is having a hard time at work. And, you know, not a hard time at work. She's doing pretty well, I guess. But when she gets home, she's had enough of her day and she just finds them all like passed out on the couch. It's it's yeah. very cute. It's like, been it's, a day. It's, it's been, been a been lot a for all of them. Yeah. yeah. The baby had a real doozy of a diaper because of the beans. Oh, yes. The other kids, yeah. Whoopi got ripped because it got stuck in the vacuum. Uh-huh. It has been a day. Yeah. Yeah. This is when he then gets one job interview he gets to go to, it seems. But What are these dudes um, talking about? In They're sharing a recipe about okay. Keith Wellington because okay. they must be stay-at-home dads, too. It's a pretty fun little scene because they're, like, sharing the recipe and even the... Michael Keaton's interview gets bumped up ahead of theirs yeah. and he's like, all right, but save me that recipe. Yep. I'm going to want it. Yeah. It's pretty fun. No. It's, um, it's, it's pretty great. I, I sort of like the whole time I was shuddering against the backdrop of this being Detroit. And I'm like, Oh, was this happening when like the car industry was really going downhill? Uh-huh. Like, Mm-hmm. This may have, this may have, if this movie triggered you, I apologize, but I'm sure <laughs> that at the time there were probably a lot of people that were in a very similar position to this. Yeah. Yeah. So tricky stuff. Yeah. Tricky times. Um, um, well, this is interesting. What's next? The, um, the, she convinces him to go to something for her work. Come on. We won't stay exactly. long. He says, we'll use the aunt, aunt Betsy yep. excuse or whatever. And she's, you could tell, she's like, I don't know, we might end up staying longer, yeah. we'll just have to see. Um, they go to the Corporate Olympics. This guy, the boss, lives in some sort of mansion This is weird. Ground. This whole Corporate yeah, Olympics this... thing is weird. But one thing that Terry Gard does, and I even made a note, I was like, oh, 
you don't do this. She's standing there in front of her boss, and he mentions the promotion. To which Michael Keaton's mm. like, hey, you didn't even tell me about this promotion. That's mm. great. To which, standing there in front of her boss, she says, oh, it wasn't a big deal. It was just a little promotion. No, don't say that in front of your boss. <laughs> you just say, thank you very much. I appreciate it. I just thought that was kind of uh, bad form on her part. But it, well, it might have even been because she knew part of the reason uh, she got the promotion is because I mean, she has, he's it into is, her. It is her third day, so it does seem yeah. strange. So maybe that's why she's trying to downplay it, because she doesn't want him to know that she's getting any more attention from her boss than what she is. But also, come so, on, good, um, for, good for her. I understand well, that. I understand that there are certain reasons why she's getting the promotion, but still, you know, she just took this job on a whim. She's barely been there. If you're Michael Keaton, you have to be like, hey, maybe she's really good at this madmening sort of thing. Maybe this, this is an actual <laughs> career for her. Well, yeah, she says she's got a degree. Yeah. I'm sure it's in. But he just, yeah. but he just wants to leave. He's ready to use the excuse until mm-hmm. there. Uh, it is revealed that there's a race, like a triathlon, yeah. but way more than three activities. It's very silly, though. It's all kids' activities, but it's all the workers. And he first, Michael Keaton does try to get out of it. He's like, "Well, yeah. I, I, I don't work here." And then they say, "Well, the husbands can too." And then it's, it's. A bunch of the other people in in the race there gets to talking and it seems like you just are supposed to let the boss win now and he's again michael keaton's like well he's not my boss yes so i don't gotta let him win one of the most fun things though was him you know talking about this race and this competition it seems to be a huge deal and then we cut to these like middle management guys who are stretching and drinking beer at the same time Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's pretty funny and it looks kind of like a lot of fun like i i have i when i worked in the you know corporate world and things like Mm -hmm. that they would have dumb little like oh we're gonna have a picnic once a summer or you know we'll have a christmas party at your boss's house which is totally fine it was never like this there weren't Mm -mm. sack races and i never Mm -hmm. got on a tiny tricycle and went down a hill super fun right looks super fun didn't they let me see did i write down bike races oh the trampoline hop they do something where they're hopping on trampolines oh i didn't even notice that I don't I know. I just wrote that down. That might have but been. But it looks, they crawl through a kid's play yes, tunnel. Yes, it looks like mm-hmm. so much fun. They have lines oh, they have painted to run on the with ground. The, the fins on yeah, their. That's hands? how it starts on, on, on their, their feet. feet. Yeah, yeah, with the big, uh, with the big scuba fins on their feet. Mm-hmm. It looks, mm-hmm. it looks like a blast. And also, these guys, like you said, they are going to let him win. And they're also yeah. trying to stop Michael Keaton from winning, too. At one yeah, point, he falls down, him. and the guy's just holding onto his foot. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fun. And the whole thing's because in slow they motion. Must know. Yeah, and it's to that song. I wish I knew the name of that song. I don't. It's like very triumphant. Chariots of Fire? Or was that the name of the movie where that song appeared? Why can't it be both? Titular. Yep. The most digital, that is the Very definition. Very much so. Um, but yeah, he he's fighting through it. He's even fighting back the yeah. people trying to hold him down. And at the very end, he, he is set to win the race. And he makes eye contact with Terry Gar. And he throws himself on the floor. Yeah. And 
Everyone gets so excited that the other guy won. He's so excited to have won. Don is and being, she, I love Don it. Don is being carried around like he won an Olympic event or this is his thing. defeated the Nazis or something. Like it is such a bizarre celebration for this guy. And he is also Again, Martin Mall, just like everybody else, doing a fantastic job. He is so happy with himself that he won this mm-hmm. childish race. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Terry Gar goes over to Michael Keaton and is like, I know you threw that race. It's very sweet, Lil. And he's like, Yeah, I did. Let's get out of yep. here. Adorable yeah. family. It's it's <laughs> it's home. really nice. It's it's just like everything is still going pretty well. Kind of, because now well, we now fast here we forward go. a question mark amount of time because he has a full beard. Yeah. And there's some really great stuff happening because this is the, the progression of him watching the soaps where it's yeah. it's on. And of course, the first time he's like, who watches this shit? And then we see him really getting into it. And just a small touch of him. He's got like a mop and all these cleaning supplies and a bucket, but the bucket's just filled with beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's just going room to room, sitting down with all these cleaning supplies, watching the soaps. He's not making mm-hmm. their beds. He's not cleaning. The kitchen mm-hmm. is a disaster. Things are just going point. downhill now. It's, it's, yeah, he's let's see. This he's is drinking right. beer. Yeah, I, he's making popcorn. He's microwaving oh their socks. My, he's ironing the grilled cheese. He's love he's it. attentive to the kids, but not a, love extremely it. attentive. And he's ironing, and the kid is like, "My grilled cheese doesn't have the cheese melted." He just sticks the iron right on it. Super so, fun. so Jamie, I told you the only thing I remembered about this movie was the male strip club for some reason um, from my childhood, and I can't believe. I was Mr. Mom for five years of my life. You never I never the did with it. Iron? And I, strangely enough, at some point in my life, I must have remembered this thing and thought, I'm going to do this someday. Because now when I watched it, I had such regret that I never once You're in like, my life Man. did this. Yes. Hey, time's not running out still on you. Looked, you got an iron at home? It still looked pretty good. Like yeah, it's still, it still it. pretty good. I know you can't mess up a grilled cheese, but apparently you could shove an iron into it and still not mess it up. Heat it up. Who needs the microwave oh. to heat things up? Just toss your iron I right on it. it. Hot iron. Also, what I what I also love is he's in um he's in the kitchen. He's got the ironing board out. Like you said, the socks are in the microwave. The kitchen is is a disaster. He's just mm-hmm. sitting there drinking beer, watching soaps. I also love that these kids are into them, too, because the one yeah. kid just stops in and starts asking about some of the characters and what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty fun. It's what they're into yeah. now. It's what, this is their world. And and, and uh, what's her name? Um, Angelian calls him to talk about mm-hmm. the soap that they're, they're so watching. They're so into it. They're like, can you yes. believe so-and-so? Oh, he's not the dad. Yeah. It's really fun. Oh, no. And then yeah, he has his night. He says, well, he can't be the father because he had a vasectomy. And then you just hear him go, wait, he what? Goes, he had it reverted? Oh, it didn't take. That's no, what it didn't, was. didn't take. It didn't take? <laughs> it, seems, it seems awesome. So. Yeah. Yeah. And then he has his night with his ladies. The yeah. girls come over for cards and coupons. Y- yes. Where they play poker and exchange coupons. I, it's really fun. I understand that at this point in the movie, we are witnessing his downward spiral. Have to say this made being fun. a stay-at-home dad the most fun thing. I looked at this and I was like, well, he looks like he's having a great time, honestly. Yeah, he's having fun nights out. All the other kids come over. The yep. la- the He and the ladies all play cards. Yeah. Um, 
but this is she and this is when um joan gets a little more flirty with him mm-hmm. during the card game and this is the first time that uh terry gar catches some of that flirtiness yes. so she's just coming home from work the ladies make a quick and hasty exit like oh oh she's home let's get out of here yep. he offers her pizza Okay, the ladies and I are... She says no. He brings her some pizza on a nice little tray. Like, here's some dinner. And she's kind of snobby with him. Says, like, if I wanted pizza, I would have sat down with you and your girlfriends and eaten it. But even when these two are fighting in this, it feels very realistic because nothing Mm. about it... And I... Listen, and I'm not saying that I have a perfect relationship or anything like that. And I'm sure some couples have knockdown, drag out fights. But they never seemed angry with each other like it was it was it was fighting but it always felt very natural and they weren't going to mm-hmm. say anything that they were going to regret later you know what i mean yeah like yeah it's just, no it wasn't brutal yeah because she doesn't even call him she doesn't call him fat what is she what does she call she says something oh she does say something about him putting on weight oh that he hasn't because he hasn't changed his shirt that's, days that's what it is yes and the beard he's like the beard's in a transitional yes. face he's like when this thing comes in it's gonna be amazing She's yeah. like, the shirt can stand up by himself. He's like, I like flannel. Like, they're going back and forth. And he's like, well, where have you been? Kind of thing. Yeah. And she goes into this whole thing about how she had she had pride when she when she took care of the home and took care exactly. of the kids. She took pride in herself. She took pride in the job. And he admits he's losing it a little bit. But the, And then he decides to go and sleep on the couch. He says he's going to take his... Yeah. Dirty flannel and his shirt and go sleep on the couch. Uh, when you say he admits um, to losing it, like every now and then we see a little bit. And I love it when very early Michael Caton, we see a little bit of like Beetlejuice come out. And this is the closest oh, yeah. to Beetlejuice is when he's like, my brain's just mush. It's just oatmeal up there now. Like yeah. it's it's really fun. And again, he's like, all right, I put on a little bit of weight and he's a he's a horribly sloppy dresser now. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah. So he he goes downstairs, like you said, to go to sleep, and then he has I'm gonna say a great dream. I would not yeah, have been that upset a- about this dream at the if I woke up after having this, I'd be like, that was a pretty cool dream, to be honest. Yeah, he dreams away that he is in the soap opera. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. That he he is home, and and uh, Joan comes over and makes a total pass at him. And he can't help almost but resist. But then Terry comes home from work and she's got a she gun with a, a silencer on it. Because he's like, the kids will hear. If you shoot me, the kids will hear. And she puts the silencer on <laughs> and she's just going to take care of business. Uh-huh. And she shoots him. And I like it because he lands in like a um, a chalk outline. Yep. Uh-huh. And then he, but he misses the outline yes. a little bit. So he shifts himself <laughs> over to get right into it. And, um, it's, and yeah, it's, now it's a lot of fun. Also, when she shoots him, he looks down and he goes, oh, I love this shirt, which is yeah. a really great line. They just talked about the shirt. He just mm-hmm. did you notice the big wicker thing behind them on the wall that's just filled with different plants? It is such a oh. 70s home decor piece. I couldn't oh, I, take my oh, eyes I off. It. Yeah, it's just, uh. it's just like a big like a big wicker shelving unit, but just mm-hmm. plants all over this thing. It was super Love it. cool. Yeah. Groovy. Yep. Yeah. Um, so now he wakes up. Oh, wait. Joan oh, yeah. actually. Yeah. He wakes up and he's frazzled. Yeah. He doesn't want it. This is not what he pictures. Joan is actually at the door mm-hmm. 
to because the ladies are about to come over. She's just early, and he shoes her away. He's like, I can't do this. You got you to <laughs> yep. go. You got to go. Yeah. And she's kind of like, What are you talking about? I'm just came over. She does know that they had a fight, right? I feel like she when she comes over, Joan, she's like aware that they're. I I not feel like it doesn't along, matter. She doesn't no, matter. It, no, it, she doesn't no. care if they had a fight or not. She's she's got her eyes on the prize. <laughs> And the prize is this slob in that flannel shirt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now, and and it's fun because we feel like, or I feel like, we almost get two movies here because this should kind of be the end. Now the shift happens. Because it gets us yeah. act together and we get a great montage of basically chores and taming this vacuum cleaner. Yeah. Yeah. He tames the vacuum. He paints the fence. He's instead of ha- playing cards with the ladies, they're all having like workout. They're working out together. Exercise class, um, love it. I also love how he leaves the exercise class to uh, have a beer, to sit down and have a beer, but still yells back at them to keep working out. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, he is now doing the lines at the school. Oh He's wait, hold sure on. That, he is what? not doing cocaine at their school. Be very oh, well, careful. He's, the way. Sorry. Yeah, I know. He's right. doing the, the pickup drop-off line. Yeah, he's in charge of yeah. it. Like, he picked mm-hmm. up he's a got side gig vest. at the mm-hmm. school directing traffic. He's on it now. He gets yes. the kids ready for their day. One, two, three. She's in the shower just trying to get ready. He comes in with a little bite of toast to feed her while she's getting ready. It's just, I mean, he's making the things happen. Let's see. These what, two have in, a in real montage. hard time getting up in the morning. The fact that he walked in the shower in his pants. And also, I think she's asleep in the shower until he gives her toast it's a long day it's long days for her and this is a hard tough job um he has this ceremony where he by the way this they have a fireplace in their home that they later on when she comes home from work late and the fire's raging i'm like who is tending to this fire this whole time when people are you know anything about keeping a wood fire going it takes care and they constantly have a beautiful fire brewing in their home anyway he does this little ceremony where he's going to burn his flannel shirt yep. and he wants his youngest son to burn the whoopee and the little boy refuses. So there's a nice little conversation. I love it. He says, this is this is where it starts. First, you, you can't get enough of whoopee. Then you're going to be out on the streets, strung out on bedspreads. And we don't want that for your life. Right. We don't. Yeah. And the kid is, it's very cute. And he's like, just give it to me. Give it to me. He won't. And he's like. All right, just just for the night, just yeah. for a few days, and then if you want it back, you can totally have it back, but let's try. And the kid agrees. We talked about this before. He asks for a moment alone. Yeah, it's great. And he lays in bed, and he just takes that moment. Like you but said, again, these these kid actors, and while we, we did have to pause for a minute, um, I did look these kids up. This younger kid, first of all, has like over 300 credits to his name because he voices cartoon characters. Oh, this kid's done oh, wow. and video game stuff. He's He's been working forever, but he was River Phoenix's younger brother in The Explorers. Oh, no Bare, way. I mean, barely a role. I could not... I could not tell you that River Phoenix even had a younger yeah. brother in there. But you were you were asking me earlier, have we seen him before? That's yeah. where we may have seen him. There he was. Yeah. Hmm. So. All right. So we have on this podcast, Groovy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, this 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 montage is basically his his comeback. His comeback. He's shaved. Like, He's shaved as yes. well. He shaved his beard. Oh, and then he puts together a lovely, like, Asian-style oh. dinner. The kids help. It's candlelight, candles, and, and champagne. It's, or it's great. Wine. Yeah, it's it's a mm-hmm. real, like, I'm making dinner 
I guess I'm putting these kids to bed and and bathing them in everything so that they are nowhere around when my sexy wife comes home and we'll have a real nice dinner. I was a jerk. She could have been better, but we'll talk it out. And um, and he's not even mad that she's late. Like it's it's <laughs> very sweet to watch him just sit alone at the table and sip wine and you know, play around with balancing a cork on his forehead and stuff like oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and finally blows and out the candles. And then he leaves candles. us a note. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And leaves a little note that the food is, is ready for her and the chef is upstairs. Yeah. Or he's, At the bottom yeah. of the note, she's been, and also uh, just check on the fire because uh, that's still going. <laughs> so. Um. So the next oh, day, this oh, is they, when oh, go ahead. The, this is the meeting with the tuna with a heart. This is when. Yes. She's really it, kicking ass at work. Yeah, because yeah. she has yeah. she has knowledge about what housewives want. People shopping yeah, and for that's... groceries, and there's a it's a big meeting in front of the tuna king himself, whoever this guy mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. and her big plan. Because there's earlier there's like charts all over the place, and I guess everybody's pitching terrible ideas, and mm-hmm. her idea is to really sympathize with the average American, and it's. You know, it's hard times for everyone. Mm-hmm. And we'll just cut the price by 50 cents. Yeah. To which, and just for a second. Her boss thinks yes. this is going to go downhill fast. He's like, what is she doing? Exactly. But no. The tuna guy's like. Tuna guy loves it. Where have you been hiding this little mm-hmm. girl? Which sounds bizarre. Maybe don't say yeah. that in a professional environment. <laughs> but he is so on board with this. Yeah. He thinks it's a great idea. Yeah, that's it. So, But. But now they got to shoot a commercial. Yes, they got to do this, and, and it's got all happen in LA. To be there for some reason. It's her idea to support I guess. the yeah. tuna guy, right. and the tuna guy needs her. Like we see that during the right. shoot, he's like, "I need. How do I be more soft or whatever?" Yeah. But it's Halloween <laughs> night. Oh, that's a tough one to miss. It's Halloween night at the house. The moment, and- the moment Halloween came up, and we saw Michael, Michael Keaton, I was like, "Oh." You could have just kept that beard for another couple weeks, man, and you wouldn't have had to paint your face for this holiday. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's dressed as a as a prisoner, like a convict, mm-hmm. and he's got like the fake stubble, like five o'clock yeah. shadow painted on. And I love it because they're kind of they're having another argument, disagreement, uh, because mm-hmm. Don pulled up in his limo again. I think he's drinking as he's asking her to come in because they have to get the flight. Um and also we see uh, E.T. just watching them from behind a tree, which is weird. Well, I think it's the other mom. It is. It's funny. It I is. One of the other moms just for a second, I was like, oh, yeah, there's a sexy like, cat and E.T. just hanging out. Yeah. Uh-huh. So she um, she finally says, like, listen, there will be other Halloweens. She even says, like. How many times did you do this? You know, how many times were you just, you had to go somewhere, you weren't around, this is one time, and we will figure this out. We'll talk about it when I get home. Well, yeah, he's putting her in a tough spot. Yeah. It's that conversation that happens. You're missing everything. These kids are only going to have the Halloween for so long. We're supposed to be a family doing yeah. this. Here you are running off. Do you really have to go for the week? And she's, you can see she's got tears in her eyes and she's like, please don't do this now. The boss is literally right here. Mm-hmm. I just have to go. It'll just be a few days. And you can see things are tense. Yeah. He's really come around and he's embraced this whole Mr. Mom life and he's doing great with it. And this is supposed to be a fun night for them to have. And 
She's got to go not just off to work, but in the limo, off to L.A., staying in a hotel. Mm-hmm. It's just tense. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's it's really easy for me to sit here and to say, hey, you should kind of be happy for your wife and, like, everything that she's been accomplishing at this new job and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's just tough. Like, he – I think I think in his mind, he's like – I got my shit together. It's time for her to figure this job thing out or whatever, mm-hmm. or spend more time mm-hmm. with us. Um, but she can't, you know, she has to go do this. And like you said, she has tears in her eyes. Great teary acting by teary Gar. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we should call her from now on. Uh, but no, she is off with, with Don to go shoot a commercial. Yeah. She's off to the California life. to so, shoot the commercial. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say what he's got going on in the meantime. Yeah, what? Okay, so we don't get any lead up to why he has to leave the house or why he's dressed in a suit. I assumed he was on to another job interview. Mm-mm. But some punky babysitter? Like, who is who is this? Because he doesn't even know who it is. I was like, who did you call? Well, some he must have got some <laughs> local neighborhood kid yes. that's supposed to be... Uh, the babysitter and she shows up she looks like a punk and he is not trusting her to babysit the kids so he brings the kids with him to his old job where they're trying to offer him maybe his job this is all right this is weird he thinks he's there to get his job back jeffrey tambor talks to him beforehand is like hey listen the board's giving me a lot of shit Come in, yeah, you gotta, just mm-hmm. back me up. And the thing that really sets him off is like, I might be able to get you back in at half pay, which yeah, that's yeah. not cool. Because this board, I don't understand what's wrong with these dum-dums. Because Jeffrey Tambor comes in and is like, listen, hey, it's not my fault that productivity went down. And for some reason, we're spending more money now that I got rid of these guys. It's their fault. And even... Like in my stupid brain, I'm like, well, wait, that doesn't make any sense. So thankfully, Michael Keaton goes, I don't even work there anymore. I don't know why you're yeah, losing money. How could money. you even blame yes. me? Right. But he sees what the thing is, is that his old buddy, the boss now, was trying was blaming them for the loss and trying yeah. to make them take that so that he didn't get blamed. And when he figures it out, he's like, no. The other thing that the boss guy does is he talks smack to this kid. Yes. Michael the Keaton's kid interrupts kids. He says the something like, yes. Whatever. Interview? And Michael Keaton says, if you ever talk to my kid like that yeah. again, I'll, I'll punch you right in the face. You don't talk yes. to my kid like that. Um, then it is funny. He goes with his kids in the bathroom and they're just taking over they this bathroom in this office. Toilet this paper bathroom. everywhere. To which I do like how the boss and Jeffrey Tambor walks in and the smile on Jeffrey Tambor's face is really great when he sees what these kids are doing. Yeah. Because, so... I don't, I don't know what they do. I don't know what their jobs were or whatever. And this is not the main point of this movie. But I was really confused because Michael Keaton's like, my job is not the books. I don't know what this guy's been up to. And I'm like, wait, so Jeffrey Tambor's been embezzling money? Is that what's going on here? Well, we don't it's, know what right. he's misspending it somehow. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's never explained. But I'm like, well, you can't. Mm-mm. You don't fire three execs who are probably making a decent money or decent amount of money, and then well, that's why lose more. <laughs> something shady is right. what's going down over there, right? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and Michael, this is when Michael Keaton also gives a speech to everybody about, it's like what his wife was saying earlier, how he took pride in his work. Yes. He was happy yeah. to do what he did and yep. whatever. Um, yeah, she's... But yeah, so and then she, she's over at the commercial mm-hmm. shoot, and um, she is really kind of like emotional support for the tuna guy when he's trying to do this yeah. shoot. Um, yeah. And her boss is still kind of making passes at her, saying like, let's go to dinner. And she's like, no, I just want to go home to the hotel and take a bath and end it. Yep. And he's like, oh, a bath. Yeah. yeah. He goes, that yeah. sounds like a great idea. To yeah. which yeah. no alarm bells are even going off in her head. Like she's no. just she's blissfully unaware. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's happy to be there at this commercial shoot or whatever's mm-hmm. going on here. It's great. So now we cut to he is, I guess, out to dinner with all his gal pals. Yeah, they must have taken him. They know he's having a hard time. They right. saw the whole interaction at Halloween where he didn't want her to go. So the gals must have all one of them. I think it's the crossing guard one that stays home to babysit everybody. Exactly. Yes. All the kids. And then um, they take him to a, They take him to a strip club. They don't tell him. They're like, hey, come on. Hop in the car. We're going to another yeah, we're awesome going to place. Another place. And it looks like a super fun night out oh, for them. And Jillian is having the time of her life. She gets yeah. up on stage at the end of this scene and is dancing around to which then he goes, we're going to get thrown in jail. And the woman next to him goes, who gives a shit? Like she, well, The woman next to him who's sipping a milk. Yeah. yeah it, <laughs> she's either drinking a white Russian, very weird, or milk, maybe oh, equally like milk. weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he, they... They're at this little strip club. They have a great time. When they all drive home, he's like, thanks, guys. And he gives them a card. He's like, oh, the dancer gave me this. The dancer's number. It's really fun. And and if if Ann Jillian wasn't so, like, skeezy hitting on him the whole time, I'd be like, oh, he just, he found a new group of friends, and that's adorable for him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because even when he walks inside, the other woman, the crossing guard, is there, and she's she finds this hilarious and he's like oh you knew where they were taking me that's why you mm-hmm. offered to give me your mm-hmm. spot on this girl's trip mm-hmm. it's fun and oh and now, you know what else seems fun jamie a milkshake in a tubby oh, yeah <laughs> how great is that terry gar is living it up she's got a night away from her kids or a couple of nights she's in this hotel she orders herself a milkshake, not a glass of wine, <laughs> no. a milkshake, and takes a bubbly tubby with her milkshake. It's, it's really fun. It's so much fun. We do see Martin Mall comes in with room service with the mm-hmm. champagne. I found this weird. She's taking a tub to some nice, smooth, like smooth jazz music. The music mm-hmm. is already sexy enough, Martin Ball. You do not need to change this. Yeah. You don't need to flip through the dial to find your personal favorite song to put on. He's looking for it. He's trying to set his mood. In the uh, yeah, meantime, back so. at home, the kids want to call mom. Yes. And first, Michael Keaton's like, it's kind of late, kids. Let's just get to bed. And the babysitter crossing guard lady is like, well, it's California yeah. time. It's not that late. So he's like, all right, we'll call up mom right. and dad. and Or we'll call up mom. And when they do, Mr. Martin Mall himself picks up the phone and mm-hmm. then asks who it is. And when Michael Keaton's like, this is her husband. Who the hell are you? He hangs up immediately, which I think yeah. is kind of fun. And then Michael Keaton does two terrible things. He, I think, breaks the phone and then kicks the TV in. 
Yeah, he's mad. He's mad. And it's funny because the lady that's staying there is like, um, I think I'm going to go right. and let you just <laughs> yes. process this. First, she's like, well, you don't know. Well, you know. Oh, and then right. the phone does keep ringing because it's clear Terry Gar is maybe trying to call back. Sure. And um, the phone keeps ringing and he refuses to answer. He's just he's mad right. as anything now. Yeah. This is this is like the fine. I mean. You could see it. He does such a great job. You could see on his face that he's like, oh, my God. Yeah. She's out there cheating on me. Yeah. That's why she's doing all this. This is what it's come to. This is what's been happening the whole time. Yeah. How could uh-huh. I how could I have been so blind? Mm-hmm. You see it all. That's yeah. what makes him a good actor. Right. <clears throat> yep. You see that all happen just when he's holding the phone. Exactly. It's great. It's amazing. I always do. I always do love it when actors are acting on a phone because I'm just like, oh, there's nobody on the other end. I don't know why that fascinates yeah, me. It's just, it's just a viewer watching somebody phone act is probably one of the most fun things. All right. I, I, I really enjoy watching it. It's a weird thing to focus on, but I love it. But we see what's actually happening before she tries to call him back. Um, mm-hmm. She comes out of the bath and it's just like, hey, Martin Mall, what's uh What's going on here? She doesn't like immediately jump to, what are you doing, you creep? It's really like a, yeah. hey, why'd you change the music? Why'd you change the station? Yeah, yeah what do you got going on right. in here? And then, but then she's very forcefully like, no, no, it's not going to happen. Yes, exactly. It's, it's not even being considered here. And she punches him in the face yep. and he falls over the chair. Um, it's great. It's great. In the oh. meantime, Joan rushes over to the house. <laughs> because the neighbor, it's a fun it's a it's a fun sort of edit here because the neighbor, it's the next day and the neighbor's talking to Joan and is like, "Well, don't say anything, but" and then it cuts to her yeah. peeling out of the driveway and pulling up to his house and showing up at the door mm-hmm. to where he is doing major repairs at the house. Mm-hmm. Like Every redoing every room apparently redid their bedroom from the Sears catalog. Yeah, yeah, which I kind of love. Yes. Yeah, reorganize the living room. Your little wicker plant holder might not even be there. I know notice. what a shame. But he reorganizes everything. He's really doing. He's really just. I think he's taking out all his frustrations on upgrading the home a bit, he's, doing a little home home renovation. Yep, he's he's, uh, um, he's he's pounding away the pain with a. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's sand, sanding away the sadness. What, what else? Mm-hmm. What else can we do? That's, there you uh, go. I love. I it. love it when he says he tells someone he can to stop painting his sister because he is just with a brush right on this girl's yeah. arm. It's great. Uh-huh. It's fun. Also, Angelian seems not freaked out by this, but she is very uncomfortable by all of this. She was ready to swoop right in, yeah, and bed this dude right away. And instead, he's like, "I got a lot of shit going on. Uh, you know, you know where the kitchen is. Go grab a drink, mm-hmm. do whatever you want, mm-hmm. watch some TV. Mm-hmm. I don't care." To- and what was she really thinking? I thought because the kids are home, it's like not the best time to come by. But she was excited. Not the, there's also repair to- people. Those same repair mm-hmm. people are back doing yeah. even more yeah. work it's right now. It's a circle. It's a circle of repairmen. Um, bringing it back. But she, he, how does she? A circle of he repair. Go- <laughs> he goes upstairs. She's in the bedroom. He goes upstairs. Like, oh, I like. This. I like. I assumed it was. Early morning, but I guess he's like, I put in a pretty hard day's work time to take mm-hmm. a shower. And so she has a tray like she has. It's like Jim Beam and a glass and a bucket yeah. of ice on a tray that she takes up. And I found this very fun because it's not even like 
She's like, I'll just seductively lay on this bed. She walks in that room and is like, would you look at this place? Oh, my yeah, God, yeah. that new bed. It's amazing. Like That's uh-huh. why she starts crawling around on this. And I just yeah. I found that kind of cute. Like, it's just yeah, she kind of forgot why she was him. there. Yeah. Yeah, she's impressed with his renovation skills. Exactly. Well, again, yeah. she's like, I really need to snag this yeah, guy. Let's like, speak wow, a dude to a bedroom. This guy. Jeez, yeah, man. and I love all, he's in the bathroom yelling out to her, and he's like, yeah, it was a jungle theme in the Sears catalog. Yeah. <laughs> but now this is when he also gives himself the talk in the bathroom I because he realizes. really, again, listen, we saw him act on the phone. It's great. We saw Terry Gart tearing up. Everybody, like I said, top to bottom is doing a great job. Mm-hmm. Just... Michael Keaton alone talking to himself in a mirror. I think I could have watched that just as a movie because <laughs> he's going great. through the reasons and he, mm-hmm. the reveal that he went through the entire alphabet is really funny because he starts with a, she's an attractive woman, B she's really into you, blah, blah, blah. I also like how at one point he's trying to figure out which of his kids would tell on him and which would keep their <laughs> mouths shut. I thought that was really fun. And then uh-huh. we cut to Terry Gard, like getting home. Mm-hmm. And then we cut back to him. The bathroom is super foggy. And he's like, and W, like he went through the whole alphabet. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It's really great. I loved it. And, but then he steps out of the bathroom, yes. ready to tell her. And. It, She's there. Yeah. His wife's there. Terry Gar's right? laying there. Well, she's already walked in Terry Gar right. and seen Joan in there. And it's like, what are you doing in here? And she's like, uh. <laughs> well, it's again great. It's a great line from Terry Gar where she goes, Joan, what are you doing in my bedroom? And then she looks around all the new stuff and goes, wait, this is, is my, this bedroom, my bedroom, right? <laughs> yeah. It's kind of fun. I guess Joan hightailed it out of there. So then Terry mm-hmm. Gar lays down on the bed and they, mm-hmm. um, they both, I, they both kind of have, they start to have their little fight um, mm-hmm. just about, you know, what was Joan doing here? And he's like, well, I called your room and Don picked up and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then they go downstairs to continue having their fight by the front door where then Jeffrey Tambor shows up. And so does Don. Like, it is just a mess at the end of this. And they get the... They get the repair people to, like, negotiate for them. Yeah, it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. Yeah. it's To negotiate their work things. Because, both, the, yeah, both their bosses have returned. And now her boss can't do without her, even though... And he's got a little stitch on his nose uh-huh. to prove, yeah, she hit me. She didn't take my advances. And his boss is like, I'm so sorry. Please, you can come back for double the salary. I'll even give you the company car. And the reason the repair people are negotiating this is because Michael Keaton's going to them and saying to her, like to the repair TV woman, like he wants to give me a car, too. And she's like, you need to take this off. So, yeah. And the exterminator's like, what if she works a couple days from home? How does that sound? How does that sound? So you're right. They help negotiate the deal. And um, I also like sort of how. I kind of like how ambiguous this movie ends. Not not ambiguous. We know everything's going to work out for them. But it's not like we see the details of this arrangement at the end. It's not like we get an, we get an ending scene where they both get home from work, but maybe they're working different hours and blah, blah, blah. No, the repair people are still negotiating with the bosses in the background while they sit down mm-hmm. to watch a tuna commercial on TV. Mm-hmm. It's very, very bizarre. Like I said, the ending, but also I do feel like if this movie were made today, we would have to see 
what happened later. We'd have to see him back at work with Christopher Lloyd and also the other guy, question mark, who that actor is. I feel bad. Yeah, if they all got <laughs> to go back in, yeah. Yeah, because he does negotiate for those two guys to get hired back, too. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But no, like I said, it, we see the message to the average Americans being like, hey, listen, I know we're having a tough time, but didn't we all just have fun watching Mr. Mom? We'll get through this together, everyone. Yeah, That's yeah. really the message that I got out of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it does. It makes you feel good. You're like, yeah, yeah we won't be well. We all will be okay. Yeah. And it really like, handle it with the humor. Yeah. And like we say, it's like a freeze frame and the end. We're we're out. Yeah. We're out on yeah. Mr. Mom. We, cl- we got a clean cut. We got a clean oh, cut out. Boy. It was great. It was great. It was great. It was great. You can't not. You can't say it wasn't. This, this right? is a movie that I had heard people talk about for decades. And in my brain, I'm like, Mr. Mom, I don't I don't remember that being that great. Oh, no, I everyone was, was right. Good. Everyone's yeah. right about it's this. It's a good movie. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. It's fun in a weird, wholesome way. But like I said, it is a PG comedy that is geared toward adults it's dealing with adult themes it's dealing with adults Mm -hmm. lives yes there are kids in it it's not over the top like slapstick goofy either the the jokes Mm -mm. are kind of made for adults and i know we'll never see it but like i said like a pg movie for adults why not let's do that are there i think because i have no idea I even looked around for a recommendation. I couldn't find anything. Yeah, I was just, I totally forgot, like, forgot about a recommendation. So I was just looking at, um, I was actually looking at Michael Keaton's IMDb to see. Filmography. There's filmography. He's been in some stuff. Oh, Birdman. I remember that. That was one of his, like, comebackies, wasn't it? It was a very comebacky. Did it win Best mm-hmm. Picture or just nominated? I think it won he Best received, Picture. He won Best Actor, a Golden Globe for it. Oh, wow. And a nomination oh. from the Academy Awards. Okay. All right. Yeah. That was his big... Ooh, this is something I want to see that he cool, was in. Cool. This will be my this recommendation. great. Okay. <laughs> the Trial of the Chicago 7. I feel like I wanted to see that. Who are the Chicago the Seven? Should I know? Should I know something about that? No, I, I thought they were somebody else, but an anti-Vietnam War protesters charged with conspiracy. I don't know. It sounds interesting. <laughs> Maybe that's not. Who what did I you think the Chicago know. Seven were? Like a like a like a gang of supervillains? <laughs> I think so. Like a, did you like think it was? A, did you think it was a mobster thing? I thought okay, maybe yes. yeah. It's like I can get into that. He has been in, I don't know, I, I need to, that's my recommendation, is to find other things in, um, oh, he's coming, he's going to be in The Flash, upcoming, I'm, 2023. I'm not watching that. All right, well. <laughs> I mean, you're re- you listen, your recommendations are not for me, I understand that, they're for our listeners. Okay. Hey, I have hey, a question about hard. one of your recommendations, and I, I feel like I had a hard time with Nope. Not the- oh, you didn't like it? I don't know. Nope. That's Did you the say thing. Nope to it? I, I don't know. I don't know if it's that I had something else in mind and it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. So maybe I wasn't as into it. I don't know if at the end I was just more confused than anything. It I, does have a bit of a. I feel like I. The, I feel like I need to watch yeah. it again. Like I feel like I just. I may not have really enjoyed it, but I feel like if I watch it again. I might really like it. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Well, I enjoyed it the first time. Okay. But I could see it was definitely a diff. 
Well, that's but that's that guy, right? What's well, his name? Jordan Peele. Like that's yeah. his style of movie. Is like you're gonna be it's a little not off-putting. No, I know, so but hard. but for as dense, I mean, Us was pretty dense, and there was a lot mm-hmm. going on in that. But um, I really loved Get Out. I thought it was amazing, and yeah. I know some people don't, but I don't know. It was weird. Maybe try I'll it just, again. Yeah, try it again. I, I actually might. That's all. That's, I'll that's tell you, I keep say. watching those Dairy Girls, and I love them so <laughs> okay, much. Okay, great. They're great. They're yeah. adorable. I, I got Barrett it. hooked on it. He's like, "This is great. It's fantastic. It's just yeah, like a, it's a great show." I, I mean, I know people know of it, but it's kind of it kind of flew under the radar. You know, yeah. you don't hear people really mm-hmm. talking about it the way that people talk about a bunch of other dumb shows on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So. No, but it's super funny. Clever. Oh, so for uh, my recommendation, I was looking at uh, single dad movies, and mm. um, I'm going to recommend Road to Perdition from oh. 2002. Sound like a Christian movie? <laughs> it certainly <laughs> sounds like it. <laughs> it's about a single dad. His name was God. He had a son. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, okay. I guess that kid had a mom. All right. So anyway, this is, it's a, it's a Tom Hanks movie. And in, in the Tom Hanks movies of now, I'm not, I gotta say, I'm not a big Tom Hanks fan. Strangely enough, oh, when I see that. What kind of person are you? Who is not a Tom Hanks fan? I I don't like the schmaltzy Tom Hanks that we get now. Like, I enjoy okay. the goofier... But you, you enjoy oh, no, Tom. Right, you can't no, no, not right, like Tom yes, Hanks. I'm going to say okay. that I feel maybe similarly about Tom Hanks that I do about Keanu Reeves. As a human being, I'm sure Tom Hanks is a great guy. I'm not running out to watch the latest Tom Hanks movie because it's, it's probably schmaltzy garbage that I don't care about. You don't subscribe to No. But okay. this was from 2002. Uh, it's a movie where he is a single dad um, because he was um, he worked for the mob in the 1930s and uh, the mob tried to shut him up and murdered his wife and one of his kids. Oh, gosh. So he and his other son who survived, they then go on a killing rampage vengeance style of the Chicago mob of the 1930s. So it's the Chicago 7. This, yes, is, this Chicago is the Chicago 7. That's why I was like, Jamie, I think I got, I think I got your movie, actually. But it's it's really great. And it's like, it's it's a Tom Hanks that you really don't see and maybe have never seen um, right. in a movie. So I would say, check it out. That's all. Check, check, yeah. check it. All right. Good one. All right. Nice one. Oh, Single dads. All right. Yes. All for it. So, all right. everybody, well. let's, uh, mm-hmm. Jamie swaying. That means we're wrapping up. Um, <laughs> so, my thought, Jamie, was after we watched Mr. Mom and The Night Before and Overboard and even for our patrons, Stars and Bars, all of these movies to varying degrees of what I would refer to as comedy. Funny. <laughs> some, yeah, yeah. some were successful than others. I thought it might be something nice to do something different. Uh, and while we tried to tie the night before into proms on National Prom Day, which isn't anywhere near prom day, my students are all ramping up for their final exams. Ooh. So we're going to cover a movie from 1981 called Final Exam. Okay. Or, That's clear enough. I'll say it the way I should. It's called Final Exam. It's a horror movie, uh-huh. Jamie, where a oh. bunch of college kids get killed. I saw it a long time ago, and I remember thinking when I watched it, like, for most of the movie, 
it's just college kids like studying for tests and doing college stuff and like a killer doesn't show up till almost the end so i don't really know how much of a horror movie it is but something different we'll, well check it out studying is a horror it's a just horror as we know so there's that in and of itself the horror the All horror right. of studying <laughs> All right. Anyway, everybody, thank you again for listening. Uh, we can be found on all of the socials. You can find us, Good Times, Great Movies. And uh, we appreciate you guys listening. And we will talk to you again in two weeks. In two weeks, Until then, have a great two weeks. Take good care. And much like five-day weekends, I don't think I'm kicking uh, Angelian or Terry Gar out of bed for eating crackers. No, no. Nobody, nobody in this movie is getting kicked out. This movie is not getting kicked out of bed.